Hello everybody, how's it going? And welcome back to the As Always podcast, episode 136. I'm one of your hosts, James, and I'm joined, as always, by Tyler. As always, how's it going, my friend? It's going pretty well. How are you doing? Doing very well. Doing very well. I feel like after the last episode, I need to be really excited mm-hmm. when I say, as always, because Ethan called me out saying I get tired every time. And I don't think that's true. <laughs> um, I think he's trying to get in my head, and you guess what? It works. So here we yeah, are. Yeah, how you thinking uh, ex- about it? I'm thinking about it. Excited to be here, James. We've got a mm-hmm. lot to discuss. Um, I didn't need to write much of a list, but I did a little thing anyway. Just remind me of a couple of things. But at the end of the day, um, mm-hmm. it's pretty clear what we're going to discuss. Next Gen's here. Valhalla's here. A lot's happening, man. A lot's yeah, happening. Yeah, a lot is going um, on. Uh, so we've got a lot to get into. So we're just going to crack into it. So ladies and gentlemen, if you like what you're listening to here and you want to hear or see, if you watch the podcast on YouTube more, head over to patreon.com forward slash as always. And for just $1 a month, you get exclusive access to the Patreon exclusive podcast, the Clubhouse podcast, the best podcast on the internet. There's over 95 episodes for you to stream right now for just a dollar plus early access to big projects james does or myself when i ever do big projects <laughs> never um uh, plus ex- you get cool little exclusives there's some cool stuff coming out in the works uh that we'll talk about eventually down the road uh and of course yep. thank you to patreon producers that make this show happen we wouldn't be here without them so thank you to king richard the third josh Devilliers, damien Albrick, avery dobbs cat 94 real cinema does the name william miles ring a bell Jesper Olsen, Flash Paradox, and Cassandra fingers me with her thick, strong arms. Oh, and Bullsack 47, the Lyra Deceiver. Thank you, Swift Vintage Lads, for producing the show. We appreciate you. Incredible. Um, so, James, I know you can't see it right now, but yeah. Next Gen's begun, and I'm sure you've got next to you an Xbox Series... An Xbox... <laughs> an xbox series i'm X. not having this sort of heresy it's it's a wonderful console is um, it do you know what i've got in my hand right now get you i'm sure you know what i'm holding right now which is playstation you're 5 controller. Me, man. you're not gonna get a to playstation me. a playstation 5 controller now i used to be a, an <laughs> xbox pleb like you last generation but i've yeah. been converted to the light um to the truth <clears throat> the way which is sony and playstation um, yeah. So well, this is where it's at, man. This is where it's at. In uh, fact, right now I'm looking at the PlayStation Five load screen, and I'm right now I'm downloading because I ordered it day one, but the fucking Ozpost because they're brilliant um, didn't mm-hmm. get it to me till Monday morning. It's now Monday evening that we're recording this. Mm-hmm. I've just set it up after work. It's fucking enormous. I sent you a picture of how big it was. It's a big. Oh yeah, yeah, it's big, dude. It's huge. So think like Xbox mm-hmm. One. That's a big console. On Xbox One, like a day one Xbox One. Mm. It's a good, like, that much big... I'm, I'm showing the screen, obviously you can't see James, but it's a good, like, that much bigger than Xbox One. Like, it's it's big. It's a big boy. But anyway, mm-hmm. it's all set up, and I'm downloading Spider-Man Miles Morales, Kingdom Hearts nice. Melody of Memory. Very nice. Final Fantasy VII Remake mm-hmm. and Valhalla. Because Final Fantasy VII Remake and Valhalla, like, they're the two games I'm in the midst of playing already on the PlayStation 4. <clears throat> and then the two yeah. new games I just purchased now that I got the PS5 is Melody of Memory, the new Kingdom Hearts game, and then, of course, Spider-Man Miles Morales. Um, though, I will say, the PS5 only has half a terabyte of storage, which is shit. And, yeah, the, yeah. It, and it asks you, when you're setting it up, like, do you want to transfer your PS4 data across? I'm like, well, obviously. That took up most of the storage. So literally the yeah. four games I'm downloading 
which is lucky because they're the only four games I'm going to play at the moment, which is Final Fantasy VII Valhalla in the middle of, Spider-Man, mm-hmm. Kingdom Hearts, new. There's no more room to download any more games now in the storage. Like, that's where we're at. So I'm going to need Ooh. a new... I'm going to go buy, like, a two-terabyte external hard drive because ridiculous. Ridicu- that's ridiculous. That is That's ridiculous. Insane. How does it only um, have half a terabyte of storage? I know. I thought that's it was a really terabyte weird. of storage. I really thought it was a terabyte of storage, but it only has yeah, half weird. a terabyte. Strange. I don't know. I took like transferring all the data across took up everything. So I don't know what the fuck that is. Um, but here we are. Here we are. Um, yeah, that's where we're at. It's what it is. Um, but I'll get an external hard drive and then I'll be able to just download channel. Obviously, you read for Cyberpunk and then that's pretty much it for me for games this year. I need to finish Final Fantasy, mm-hmm. Valhalla, Spider Man, Kingdom Hearts, and Cyberpunk. I can't imagine I'll be able to fit anything else in. That's um, a lot of things. There's a lot of games. That's a lot of gaming. And yeah. I wouldn't even be able to do it normally, but thankfully, I'm part-time now. So, mm. um, it's more good. More time for gaming. That's what we want. There's more time for gaming. Um, haven't been doing a lot of it, i got to admit, um, in the last yeah, two weeks. I've been making videos. I've been making videos. Don't get, don't get it twisted. I've been working. But I haven't been playing a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, we're going to get into Valhalla. Like, I've had Valhalla a week before you got it, and you are well ahead of me on where I'm up to in Valhalla. I am. Uh, Like, significantly ahead. But there's reasons for it, and there's reasons for it, and it's an issue that I'm dealing with right now, which is (laughs) I can't play games for long, I've found out. I didn't know this. I thought I could. I didn't know it was that bad. What I've realized, James, is when I stream, Mm -hmm. it's like three hours, and I always think, oh, that's fine. That's enough time to stream. It's usually at night. It's just I'm tired and I go to bed. That's all it is. Mm -hmm. But I can play games for longer than three hours if I wanted to, right? No, apparently I can't, man. I literally can't play. I I played three and a half hours of Valhalla, and I was, like, exhausted. I'm like, I can't look at this anymore. I need to turn this off. And then I don't want to play again for the rest of the day. Like, that's it. I'm done. I'm out. I can't do it. I cannot do it. Yeah. To be fair, though, I I find that it's kind of difficult to do. I only when I I only really get like if if I'm super hooked with something, then I can play for like really long periods of time because I'm just not noticing the time pass. Um, Yeah. But like, say when I was doing like I was playing replaying Brotherhood for the retrospective. Much as I love Brotherhood, um, I couldn't play it for like really long periods of time because I know the game so well. It was almost like. Because I, I was just, my brain was just on automatic. I needed something to, like, stimulate my brain. But it was just, like, I was, yeah. like, I was just in a coma just playing yeah. a game. Surely um, you were, like, listening to music or podcasts, though, while you were doing that. No, I was playing the game properly. Because I've got to get, I've got to take it in. I've got to have the experience. I can't just, I don't just do it for footage. I do it for the, so I can take it all in. But you know the game. About it. Like, what do you, yeah, what I do know, you mean? But, yeah, I know, but I just want that fresh experience so that I'm, I'm 100% when I'm writing the, writing the script. Okay, I mean, fair enough. I mean, you make them, not me, so I don't, I'm not going to judge your process. You're the artist, exactly. right? Exactly, yeah. um, that's right. So, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I couldn't do that. I just, I'd have to, yeah, I ha- would have to. If I was replaying Brotherhood, I would listen to it when there's story missions, but I'm spending so much time rebuilding Rome and doing side shit that I just have podcasts on and music and just enjoy, like, the playing of the game because I just mm-hmm. I love the the replay of that whereas I can't replay any other game like the Ezio Trilogy it's Kingdom Hearts those are the only games I can replay and that's it Horizon Zero Dawn you did that one I did and you know what like at the first half of that game I was like this is brilliant like I hadn't played the game since it first came out my first playthrough mm-hmm. brilliant but the second half I was like alright it's worn off 
Oh, it's no. worn off. Like, hey, I'm man, just like, I'm not all set. Horizon's I'm not, I'm, no I'm good no more. I, I need Forbidden West. I'm not all set <laughs> until I have Forbidden West. Um, that makes sense. Yeah, so that's what... No, I, I don't know, like... At first, like, you're getting used to the controls again and playing first. I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, what a well... What is a well-made game? What a brilliant game. But then, mm-hmm. like, I get to the second half and it's all, like, the big story reveals. I'm like, oh, I already know this. Yep, I already know this. It was still a lot of fun. Like, I actually enjoyed it thoroughly. Like, more than I expected mm-hmm. to on the replay. More in the first half, but still enjoy the second half. But I was, like, ready to be done with it. I'm like, seven weeks? Oh, I'm so done. I'm over it. Yeah. I just... I, what, I need to play something else. Um, I'm going to... Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously you're streaming your first playthrough of Valhalla. Um, um I was going to do that on the PS5. Can't mm-hmm. do that because I got a review code and I've been playing early. Yeah. So I'm like, I can't, I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell you what I can't do, what Ethan's <clears> doing, <throat> which is replaying it again now, straight afterwards. Ethan is just a machine. I don't know how he, he is a machine. It. I don't know either. No. He can't enjoy that. Like there's a reason he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, he's not. There's, there's a no reason he doesn't have his face fun. cam. Yeah, there's a reason he doesn't have his face cam on, right? Like that's got to be because he's too much his energy. Head like, yeah, yeah, he's like, I can't. No one can see me. No one should see where I'm at right now. Yeah, because it's not good. Um, but I. Yeah, man, I just I I can't. There's not a chance I'm gonna replay it on the PS5. For no. like I'm only, I'm only 25 hours in now so like mm-hmm. i'm just gonna jump in for i'm up to and continue on the ps5 it's gonna be fine yeah i'm gonna stream because yeah. i wanted to stream the, to get the platinum once i finish the main story i'm gonna stream doing all the trophies um that'll be my next stream series it'll just be post game getting the rest of the trophies because there's like you gotta complete mm-hmm. everything to get all the trophies so you gotta yeah. do every side activity so i'll just stream that like doing that while i do that for fun um yeah. So that'll be something good. Since everyone else is streaming good. their first playthrough. Uh, I think I'll record my reactions to like the ending and stuff. Okay. Uh, so I can put them out in separate videos. But I won't stream them. If that makes sense. That sounds good though. I think that would be good. Because then you've got a unique thing to do. Yeah. Like yeah. doing the trophies and everything. Yeah. I think people will be down. People will love it. So, yeah. cool. I think so. Now, James, I want to hear about you. What's been going on? What's new? You've got the yeah, Xbox... Tell me about it. Tell me. Tell me everything. Um, yeah. So, <clears throat> well, Amazon fucked up, and I so I got it a day late, which you know was a bit of a bitch, but that's all right. I'll live. Not five um, days late, so I think you're fine. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Um, but yeah, I I wasn't expecting like I wasn't expecting the Xbox to be a big deal. Like the real next gem for me was obviously the PlayStation Five because it's it's everything's new you got the new controller you got the new ui you know all of that stuff they've actually got exclusives and stuff so that feels like the real jump to next gen um but switching to the xbox one uh, xbox series x sorry from the xbox one x um was a pretty like reasonable jump it feels pretty cool like when you when you've got it all set up and like you load into valhalla um and you're playing it at like 4k 60 fps and like it loads so fucking quick um, yeah. I put up a video showing the, showing the comparison and everything. It's so fucking quick. It's ridiculous. Like, you, there's barely any wait time. Like, if the game crashes for whatever reason, on Xbox One X, you'd obviously be like, oh, fuck's sake, now I've got to sit through all the loading again. But, like, it's so quick on Xbox Series X. Like, it just doesn't even matter. It takes, like, 50 seconds and you're back into the game from the 
from like your xbox dashboard so like going through all of the loading of like getting into the main menu then clicking continue and everything it's right. it's fucking insane i'm like that's crazy and then on top of that obviously like the fact they've got game pass now ea play is part of game pass um and you've got uh quick resume like that's crazy testing out quick resume was so much fun like i had like four games open and i was just switching between them and it was so quick to just switch between all these games and they're all running so well it's just it's crazy um and it feels really cool um so it's one of those things where I, you can see what xbox are doing and like it's completely different from what playstation are doing in a sense and i think it's i just think it's really cool i just think a lot of the yeah. features are just re- really impressive when, when you when you're experiencing them um yeah and that was and that was really cool. Yeah, I've just got up your video, uh, like opening it up and showcasing it while mm. you're talking about and describing it, and um, it's a weird looking console. Like it might it be is, the weirdest. I kind of like it a lot, to be honest. Yeah. Because I feel like it encapsulates an Xbox, because um, it's a big box. I know, there's something it's about it when I see it over there sitting on my desk. I'm looking at it now. It kind of just looks good. Like I don't know, there's something about it. Control kind of a kind of a fan. What's the thoughts? Uh, it's it's pretty much the same. What well, it's better though. Like it's a it's a nicer yeah, controller than than the Xbox One. It it's very nice similar. Uh, but it but yeah, it's it's slightly smaller. I think it's a little bit like the shape is slightly different. I just feel like it fits better in your hand. Um, and it's got like these grips on the back. The triggers have like grips on them. It just and the D pads a lot better. It just fit. Yeah, it just feels nice and new. And I, I like that about it. So you know that's cool. But. Overall, there's not a lot of changes, but I, I think that they sort of changed, I guess, what they needed to and kept it Xbox because their idea isn't to like go completely different. They just wanted everything to be consistent and accessible, I suppose, um, which is good for them. Like, they've achieved their goal. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think it's a, I think it's a great console. And, uh, yeah, it's nice. But I'm looking forward to PlayStation 5 because that'll be true next gen where yeah. you get everything new yeah. and like that's going to be a big experience because so. you've got no new games on this console you've got this next gen console with whatever you could have played all these games you're playing though on the old consoles <clears throat> yeah which not the PlayStation 5 is different but there's no like new launch exclusive on the Xbox no whereas you know PlayStation 5 you've got uh, Spider-Man uh, you got like Miles Morales and the Spider-Man uh, remaster and everything which obviously you know Miles Morales is on PS4 as well but on ps5 it's like it's better and like it's that new experience and it's like launching with the console so it feels part of it um as well as like demon souls that's not on ps4 that's only on ps5 so yeah um there's that but yeah xbox doesn't from, from what i know xbox doesn't have anything that launched with the console i'm not sure if i'm missing something if there was something that launched with the console yeah but i don't think there was nothing obviously worth mentioning no um, <laughs> otherwise we know about it yeah and i think as well Here's a, here's a big thing that I'll say, right? Like, I recorded my, like, unboxing of the console. I don't, probably won't even make a video out of it. Like, looking back, it's nothing. I just thought, I'll, I'll just record this just in case it's something. Um, mm-hmm. But what um, I found is, I had, like, I'm excited to get the PS5 and everything, but I'm like, yeah, I mean, I'm just going to be playing Valhalla. I'm already playing it now. Like, what's there to be really excited for? I, I wasn't that worried about waiting the, these extra few days, right? Mm-hmm. But as soon as I opened the box and I looked at that controller, I was like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> that's cool as shit. Like, dude, this controller yeah. is... I think something I said when they showed the controller for the first time on the podcast and on the video I made was it looks like an Xbox controller meets a PlayStation controller. And that's how it feels in your hands. 
Like it's got like the the handles, the hand grips feel like an Xbox Comfort of hand grip, mm-hmm. and then the actual button layout feels like a PlayStation. So it's got that comfort of an Xbox controller, but then the button layout and feel of a of a PlayStation PlayStation controller. Yeah. But it also a bit more solid. Like it actually feels like a really solid controller. Like honestly. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal. And as soon as I saw it and I held it in my hand, I was like, okay, fuck yeah, here we go. And now the PlayStation 5's mm-hmm. out. Looking at it. Then again, the, the feel of like the plastic, like that white plastic, it does mm-hmm. feel pretty cheap. Like it doesn't feel Ooh. like elite or anything like that. Whereas like this controller feels fucking like some serious gaming's going to happen with it. Um, mm-hmm. Serious but it looks But it looks beautiful. Like it obviously looks insane. Like it's an insane looking beast of a console. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't wait for one year's time when they release a ps5 that's half the size of this with 10 tons of storage <laughs> um for the same price i just paid so it's great um yeah but anyway ps5 xbox series x mm-hmm. next gen's here man next it gen's is. here it's wild it's been weird because like in previous it doesn't feel like, like years it. it's been so built up to like i remember when the xbox one and ps4 was coming out that was there was so much hype but like it barely built for these consoles, and it wasn't until like probably a few days before they came out that it was like, oh, okay, next gen's coming. This is really cool. Um, but like, yeah, it feels totally different. I think it's gonna hit me a bit more once once we have once I have the PlayStation Five, because um, it is that sort of leap. But I mean, yeah. with the Xbox Series X, like it was cool, and like unboxing it was like, oh, this is so cool. Like it's a new console, and like playing it was like, wow, it's like this huge upgrade um, in how it can run games and shit. But yeah, it's it's weird because I just remember getting the Xbox One day one, and just like it was so fucking exciting. Like it was just such a great time. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't really feel like that this time. It might just be because I'm old, and so I don't have that um, the excitement I would have done back in 2013. But um, yeah, I don't know. It'll probably hit me once the PlayStation Five is here, and you know that'll be that'll be some nice gaming. Yeah, it, I think it'll be nice as well. Like, I mean, for me, I got excited unboxing and setting it up, but now I'm like, I got no games to play. On it. Like, I'm downloading everything now, and now I'm doing a podcast. Yeah. And I'm going to go to bed and go to work tomorrow, so I'm actually not going to be able to play this till Wednesday anyway, um, oh, or even use it or get into it. So, I'm um, I'm sitting here with my dick in my hand at this point. Like, well, mm-hmm. I don't know. Makes um, sense. I mean, by the time this podcast comes out, I've I would have done a stream with it. Like, I'm going to do like a Valhalla ps5 stream oh i'm just gonna do a ps5 stream where i'm like gonna jump into the start of melody of memory start of spider-man where i'm up to in valhalla like mm-hmm. i'll just do like a first playing of the ps5 sort of thing so i have that mm-hmm. um but sounds pretty good yeah um it's a, yeah you're right like it feels weird because you're right mm-hmm. there's no there's no big hype or weird feeling about it but mm-hmm. like i think it'll start to settle in once I'm really, you know, feel the, how it runs. And you had the Xbox mm-hmm. one X I'd, I had day one Xbox one and a day one PS4. Oh yeah. True. So That's I've been be waiting to, dude, I haven't even played in 4k before. I've got a 4k oh monitor that I bought specifically for this. I'm going to load up Valhalla and be like, my dick's oh hard my compared God. to what it Imagine looked like. That. To what it looked like on the Xbox on a day one PS4. Oh, I bet it looks fucking awful. It looks good. 1080p 30 FPS. Yeah, that's what I've been playing on. That's and it looked good. It looked good compared (laughs) to like because it looks better obviously than like Odyssey or Origins and the other like comparable games. But I mean, to be fair, like Last of Us Part Two looked incredible on it, even though it wasn't 4K. 
I so like I always thought they look good, but here's the thing: I haven't played 4K to know. Yeah, so now exactly. I'm gonna turn it on and be and play 60 oh. FPS and be like, "What the fuck's happening right now?" I'll be That's shitting gonna be bricks. Insane. So it'll actually probably be really good to like, um, um, to see because like right now I'm looking at your, um, I've still got your Xbox Series X video up, and I'm just seeing that comparison load time now, and even just seeing the 60 FPS. 4k valhalla i'm like holy mm. shit it looks really good <laughs> looks way better yeah. than mine <laughs> yeah it's wild um it was crazy just seeing that jump from 4k 30 on the xbox one x to the 4k 60 on the series x and like how well it runs as well like i've not encountered any issues with how the game runs on this on the series x like it's perfect yeah. always 4k 60 fps just smooth as hell it's so good yeah yeah i bet i bet like um that's that's what I want to see, man. That's what I want because like, the game runs pretty well. Like it works on the PS4 base PS4, but there's definitely like it's dropped out once. There's been a few glitches here and there. It gets a bit janky and shit. Like, but uh, you almost expect it now. Like with mm-hmm. almost any game that's not like a Sony exclusive. Um, yeah. It doesn't matter what third party game it is. You're gonna get glitches on these day one base Xboxes and PS4s. You're just gonna mm-hmm. get it. Whereas, like, now I'm excited to play on a PS5 because I'm overdue for console upgrades in general. Like, I get people waiting to buy these next-gen consoles. Why? If you have an Xbox One X or a PS4 Pro, you don't need these game, uh, these consoles until there's games that are only on these consoles. You don't need them. It's going to be fine. Um, yeah. if, you, if you can get them, you can get them. But me, I'm like, I need an upgrade. Like, I can't even play 4K yet. I need yeah, the upgrade. It's time. Insane. It's time. I waited. I'm not going to buy another PS5 until the PS6. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not, I'm not going to... Why would I do that? Um, yeah, makes sense. Yeah, so... Yeah, that's where we're at. Um, and mm-hmm. it's it's exciting. It's very exciting. Like, Spider-Man Miles it Morales is. is 85% downloaded now. And I'm like, I just want to... I just want to oh. load it up. I just want to uh, load something up. I'll load Valhalla up when that downloads, but it'll probably be, like, right at the end. Because I think Melody of Memory is, like, four gigabytes. Like, it's not a big game. It's PS2 mm. graphics. Um, but yeah, somehow, like, true. I'm looking at all these games that are downloading right now, and I'm like, I'm the most excited for Melody of Memory. <laughs> God, I haven't even fucking played it yet. It's been out for days. I want to fucking yeah. play it, but I just don't have time. Like, there's, and yeah, there's so many games that are coming out as well. It's so annoying. I'm just going to have to yeah. wait until I have time. Yeah, I, I'm I, like I'm not. I'm just gonna have a bit of a dabble in it, but I'm not gonna get into it until I finish Valhalla, mm-hmm. um, and then I'll probably play. I'll play Melody of Memory before Spider Man, I'd say, mm-hmm. or I'll alternate between them. I don't know. Fucking, I'll, do, I'll probably do it after. I'm just like prioritizing. Like, what am I gonna make videos on? I'm de- I'm not gonna make any videos on Melody of Memory because no one will watch it. So no, other than Horsey and Fox, waste of my time. Yeah, and that'll be Horsey and Fox. But I'll probably play, I, cause, like I would have saved it for Horsey and Fox because we were actually meant to be streaming. Horsey and Fox two days ago. We would have been this like gone Saturday just gone. But Oh, were you supposed we're in... to be streaming Melody of Memory? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do our hardest difficulty and do everything, but yeah. because of lockdown we can't because it's illegal. Now, he, so he, here's um, my thing, here's my thing, here's my thing though, right? Like here's my mm-hmm. thing, right? Just mm, do it. No, because you can't we can't go live on YouTube and do No one do like... no one's gonna dob you in, man. No one gives yeah, your but, brothers, no one yeah, gives but a it's fuck. Also, yeah, but it's also just wrong we shouldn't be doing it what do you mean it's wrong dude your country has covid it's over it's not it's too late but it's not like australia where we we can fix things it's been almost a year your guess what your country has covid deal with it it's over just accept it 
why yeah, are you look, doing I'm things? Not, I'm, not, I'm not disagreeing, but... It's what are you saving? What are you doing how things that's protecting? Are. You're not protecting anyone. You don't you you don't have COVID, George doesn't have COVID. You both have COVID. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, you're still. not going anywhere else. He's not going anywhere else. You've just Yeah. 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 Well anyway I mean, at the same time, there's also so much going on that honestly it might just be better to wait anyway until maybe december or maybe even january i don't know it depends but i mean i'm, I'm so busy with valhalla as it is and then the playstation's coming out spider-man uh, demon souls i'm gonna have to stream and then bloody cyberpunk which probably isn't going to come out but maybe it will who knows i don't know but there is so much going on that maybe it's maybe it's better to just fucking leave it because people are going to watch whenever we do it Regardless, so it doesn't really matter true. We don't need to rush into it. We can save it. And also, I think we're going to do, eventually, at some point, Final Fantasy VII Remake on hard mode as well, because George has been playing that for his Road to PS5 series, um, and he's been absolutely loving it. So uh, we think we're going to do that as well at some point. So that'll be cool. Uh, yeah. So Horsey and, Horsey and Fox will be the uh, 2021 is year of Horsey and Fox. I'm sure of it. All right. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. I won't... Um push you any further than that but i'm just saying i'm like at this point if your country's got covid it's got covid you're not doing anything like yeah, what's what i know fuck you well nothing it shouldn't really your government happen, fucked but... yourself it already happened it's over you either fixed it by now or you're never gonna fix it that's where we're at i feel that's my opinion yeah 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 probably why ruin everyone else's life at this point it's already over yeah i know I know. Oh, fuck COVID. I'm not fucking talking about this again. I fucking hate it. Yeah. It's so depressing. I'm fine with it, bro. I'm fine with it. No one has COVID here. Dude, I'm going to rub this in. Uh, I'm just going to rub this in. So one of our biggest sporting events every year in Australia, probably the biggest Australian sporting event other than the Aussie Rules Football Mm -hmm. Grand Final is State of Origin, Queensland vs New South Wales, Rugby League, State of Origin. Yeah. Now... It's a three-game series. It's now tied 1-1. And it was like, we didn't think... It usually happens middle of the year. COVID delayed it. But we had like... Mm -hmm. The first one was in Adelaide. They had like 75, 75% capacity in the smallest Adelaide area. Then they, the next mm. one was in Sydney. They had like 50% capacity. There's like 40,000 people there. No, not even like 30. Now, I've got tickets to Wednesday night to Suncorp Stadium, Brisbane. Now, Queensland's COVID-free. They've just released now 100% stadium capacity. So, there's going to be sold out. 52,000 sold out stadium. No covid Suncorp Stadium mm-hmm. for State of Origin. This is the first sporting event in Australia that'll be 100% full capacity since COVID. And I'm going to be there Mental. for it. The atmosphere... I'm just thinking about the atmosphere of the world mm-hmm. being back to normal. The like world being in, back to normal. Sorry. <laughs> Australia. Australia being back to normal. Not even just Australia. <laughs> Queensland. Just Queensland. My state. Back to normal. Like, we've been normal for a while that, you know, we can live our lives and do whatever mm. we want, go out and have fun. But they're like, you can now dance in outdoor venues. You can do all, like, so many restrictions have just been lifted as of today or tomorrow. Yeah. One, like, other day or tomorrow, like, the the very minimal, <sighs> like, restrictions. And now it's yeah. 100% stadium capacity. I'm like, holy fuck. Holy fuck. Full mm-hmm. 55,000 at a stadium for this. Like, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. No. This is unbelievable. And then I, I look at you and you can't even you can't even record you can't even stream fucking video games with your brother. It's such bullshit. Like oh, man. it pisses me off, James. It pisses me off. Yeah. I wanna kill myself. <laughs> like always to be fair, so you know. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, yeah. As always. Not know. much has um, changed. Yeah. 
yeah, <clears throat> it's just yeah, business as usual, really. Um, yeah. Um, as happy as I am for myself, I do feel bad, but I'm just so excited about oh my my, my own life and selfishly. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I'm fucking exhausted with it. I just fucking I don't know. This is just life now. <laughs> like I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I know. This is just how things are. Oh god. Yeah. Okay. Fucking I should have brought it up. I'm sorry, buddy. Yeah, well. Yeah, you've ruined my day. So Yeah. Uh well you're doing you a know. podcast, it was already ruined anyway, so it's fine. <laughs> That's a good point. It's already ruined. Fuck. Yeah. Um another there's another thing we've been doing though that's pretty cool. Which is we announced our charity event, uh, hashtag mm-hmm. Gamers Against Cancer. Well, you announced the charity event. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, I was streaming Assassin's Creed Origins at the time. Um, yeah. And everyone was like, oh, Tyler's video went up. And I was like, what the fuck do you mean Tyler's video went up? <laughs> it's not, I, you, I, I don't understand because, well, obviously you must have said it for the wrong time. No, here's mistake. the thing. Because no, you knew the, the right time, because you confirmed you, I was this. I uploaded it talking to you after a podcast. Yeah, yeah. I was like, what time will it be? And you said 3 a.m. And I'm like, okay, and I set it to 3 a.m. That's the time I set the upload to. No, you didn't. <laughs> no, here's the thing. I did. Okay. Now, here's what went wrong. Okay. A few days earlier, Australian mm. Daylight Savings started. Now, in Queensland, there's no daylight savings, so my time doesn't change. Right. But my PC time did. So my PC oh. was an hour ahead. So when I set it to 3 a.m., I actually set it to my 2 a.m. Oh. That That's what sense. happened. That okay. is what happened. That's what happened. Understandable. Um... But yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, we got a good meme out of it. <laughs> I posted that video of you from last uh, fucking As Always podcast. Yeah. Saying, uh... <laughs> what was it what's the phrase what was it like fu- fuck that fuck that I'm not waiting I'm not waiting <laughs> fuck that fuck that I'm not waiting <laughs> <laughs> that's the best that was perfect oh, um, yeah but yeah yeah but, yeah, but yes yeah uh, uh, hashtag gamers against cancer is what we're doing um, if you haven't already checked out the announcement videos you can go onto any of our channels being me Tyler Ethan uh, George or conversations probably not conversation don't go over there you watch any of the other ones but w- yeah. watch um, the announcement video if you haven't already it gives you all the details of uh, well not all the details there'll be another video closer to the time that gives you all of them but this is sort of what we're doing why we're doing it our own personal stories um, some insight into uh, breast cancer in general because that's what it is it's for breast cancer and uh, uh, exactly sort of what our plan is with this we've got a big goal our goal is uh, fifteen thousand pounds that we want to raise while we're doing this uh, across um, the what is it the fourth to the seventh of December? Um, yeah, we're, we're all going to be doing different stream events on each of our channels um, to try and raise money. I mean, we've already passed one thousand pounds raised. It um, is one thousand thirty-five pounds right now. Yeah. Uh, which is pretty fucking crazy that people have, people have jumped on it already. Like, and I just can't wait to see what happens when we start going live and people are just throwing in money and everyone's coming together. Like, it's just so fucking cool because this community is always so good with these charity events. It's always so fun doing them because people are always just so behind it and so into it. So, um, I'm really looking forward to starting, and I believe I'm the one kicking it off uh, with a full playthrough. I'm going to be doing a full playthrough of the Ezio collection in one sitting. I'm just going to keep nice. playing it until I finish it. Um, and 
like hopefully we can raise like a ton of money in that time like it'd be cool if i could raise like five thousand pounds to kick things off just in that first stream just get things fucking going um but yeah it's it's gonna be fucking hype and uh it's all going to, to a great uh great course so i'm i'm planning good? like four shorter stream events over the so one each of those days but they'll probably be anywhere between like two to five hours if that makes sense because i believe okay. i'm like working most of those days which is fine mm. because i'll just whenever i finish work i'll just come home and like we do yeah. now with a podcast i'll do i'll do a stream um because okay. i still work every second weekend but just way less during the week um so mm. it's just it just happened to fucking land i just check my roster it just happened to land on that um weekend that um i'll be working i believe um, I might have to double check that. If if not, I'll be able to stream a bit longer. But I want to do four different things. Like you're doing the Edge Collection. What else are you planning on doing after that? Uh, nothing. I, I thought we were doing one event each. I thought that was. Oh fun. really? Ah, yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah, cool. I wasn't sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, I, thought, I thought we were just, just sort of do. I was going to do whatever a bunch. you were doing because it was like because you didn't know when you like you didn't you loving for one yeah like, i, I just thought like yeah yeah i'm gonna do like four <clears throat> short events one on each day but something different mm -hmm. each time so i want to mm -hmm. do um something with david jerome like we did mm -hmm. that like busking stream i want to do one of those oh yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. like play music and like every when people donate um to the to the um charity event uh to the to the charity page they can like because they can leave comments um to leave yeah. song requests for us Yes, that's, and then a, good David can, that's a good idea. And David can play the songs and stuff. Um, mm -hmm. So do one of those. I'll do. I want to do something with Jared, like a bit of a just sit down, like even if it's just like a podcast or like play a game with him or something. Um, mm -hmm. Then I want to play. I'll do continue maybe whatever I'm up to in my Valhalla Platinum stream series. Like do just one of those mm -hmm. in amongst that event. And then maybe a fourth one of something else, me playing something else. I don't know. Maybe everyone can decide what I play. Um, but yeah, okay. I was thinking that. It, it, yeah, at least I'll, I'm going to do at least uh, more than one, but they'll be short, like three hours. I I have a little... Well, actually, I don't want to say it. I, well, I don't want to say it because I think it will encourage people to maybe not donate. So I'm just not going to say it, but uh, uh, it might... Be a thing just i just leave i just leave it out can there you, can you text me i don't know what you're yeah, fucking okay. talking about <laughs> well i just have this like idea um to okay yeah i'll text you hold on yeah just text me are uh, you mean um, like people won't donate until then um no I'll, I'll explain um <laughs> you you text me and i'll i'll i don't know i'll talk about something so weird i don't know what you're saying um, but yeah, the event's super, like, I'm so excited for this and it's a great cause. And obviously if you've watched the video, you've, uh, you've heard my story. Like I showed my mum the video and she, she told me she's cried and has watched it like five or six times. And I was there mm -hmm. with my dad when he watched it and he got emotional. So, um, it means a lot to my family that we're doing this and they didn't even know I was doing it until the video came out and I sent it to mum and showed her. Um, so it's, uh, that's all, um, yeah, it means a lot. It means a lot to my family. So, um, I appreciate everyone that's already donated and the support that's, that's happening for it. And, um, I know we all do in the four pillars as, as well as Ethan. And there's many, um, people that are affected mm -hmm. by this in the community and the reaction has mm -hmm. been phenomenal and everyone's been so, um, so, so amazing. Um, yeah. All right. You've just, you've yeah, just texted me. So I'll just, I'll just, I have just texted you. 
um but yeah it has been it has been great seeing everyone's seeing everyone's reaction everyone getting it everyone using the hashtag it was it was crazy when i was on stream we just had like hundreds hundreds of people just you know uh tweeting about it and everything and it's it's really cool like even the people that are like you know young and can't donate or their parents are like nope it's a scam we're not having you donate um or whatever you know they're just sharing it doing all that stuff so it's really cool Mate, it's really cool. i really hope whatever you just said doesn't happen i really hope we can <laughs> not make that not happen for you because that sounds awful yeah but um but yeah i'm yeah i think i think we're gonna yeah i think we're gonna smash this goal um he's basically uh where i'm at with this. Yeah. yeah yeah no i see what you're saying we need yeah, the rooks i think um so we do need the rooks we need <laughs> yeah them. we do yeah we do need them i'll bring we the lads um get them donating yeah that's what we want yeah it is mm-hmm. um 10 years ago today at the time of recording this obviously not when this comes out but 10 years ago today and the reason <laughs> this podcast isn't coming out in two hours that it normally does um mm-hmm. is because your brotherhood retrospective is coming out and that means yes. it's the 10 year anniversary of the best assassin's creed game assassin's wow. creed brotherhood isn't that fucking crazy there's been 10 years it feels like so much longer because I can it remember like playing it, and I was I was a fucking child when that game came out. <laughs> How old I was were you in 2010? I was 15. Yeah, I was, I was 15. I was I remember playing. I was in the ninth grade. I remember playing mm. Brotherhood like it just come out. Like on the first day, it was like my grade nine dinner, like the end of year <laughs> grade nine dinner. Um, mm-hmm. And we were all wearing like formal wear and shit. I'm 15. I I looked. 12 but i was 15 i actually <laughs> looked 10 but i was 15 and i was like yeah. oh my god it's such a good brother this is so amazing blah, 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 blah. i was obsessed yeah like that's what was happening in my life that's crazy then and if i don't i can't even tell you guys what's happening in my life right now like it's mental where i'm at in my life to where i was 10 years ago when brother came out it is night and yeah. day i'll tell you one day crazy but not now but there's crazy shit happening <laughs> I'm a grown-up now. Like, I'm, I'm doing grown-up it's shit. Wild. That's what's happening we in my life right now. never thought the day would come. Tyler's Legit. An, an adult. <laughs> grown-up shit. Normal grown-up life. Like... Yeah, wild. Like, what? What? It's insane. It's really mm. weird. I just... Thinking about it ten, 10 years ago, I, I don't even remember, like... Because, I mean, for me, it was just sort of like an average day. It was just... Well, well I mean, for me, 10 years ago, specifically today, Brotherhood wasn't out because it came out, on the, came out on the 19th in the UK. Um, mm. uh, I don't know whether... What, where, when it came out in Australia, maybe it was also the 19th as well. But um, No, I remember, I'm pretty sure it came out the 16th. That's weird. Well, well anyway... Look at the PS5, mate. Yeah, I know, but Australia's different now. But also, I don't know. Anyway, point Different being, now. Um, oh, <laughs> I don't know what that means. Um, what does that even mean? But uh, but yeah, I mean, Jealous. I don't really remember the day itself. All I remember is I remember like coming home from school and just being so fucking hyped to play Brotherhood. Like it was so. There's just I, Assassin's Creed was like this. It was literally the most important thing in my life. Like back then, when I was like thirteen, it was literally there was nothing more important than fucking Assassin's Creed. Not fucking Assassin's Creed. I didn't go that far. But um, it was. Yeah, it's so exciting. It was so exciting. I, I literally... It's so weird. Like, it feels like a lifetime ago, but it also feels like no time at all. Like, how has 10 years passed? How has it been 10 years since Brotherhood came out? It doesn't feel like that old of a game. It feels like... It, it feels. It still feels recent to me, because it's... I don't know. It's it's really weird, but 10 years, it is fucking crazy. Um, it's and, mental. Uh, yeah, it's, it's wild. 
and hopefully everyone enjoys the re- or enjoyed because this will be out after the retrospective if you haven't already watched it go check it out after this podcast but um hopefully everybody enjoyed it and had a good time hopefully everyone doesn't think it's really shit which they probably won't but um probably not yeah. but you never know mate you never yeah. know, you never know. I, might, I might have fucked this one up yeah um, could have but I doubt but not it. from what I've heard on Patreon um, everyone's uh, everyone's was, really really been liking it yeah everyone's saying on the, on the discord uh, which was really cool um, so thank you to everybody on Patreon that got to see it early uh, yeah it's 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 it was really fun to make and it I didn't like I finished making it quite a while ago because I had it ready and prepared because I knew like Valhalla was coming and everything so mm. it'll be fun to go back and sit and watch it with everyone during the premiere because uh, yeah I, I don't I, all I really remember from, from it is like the intro which is really fucking good um mm. but yeah that'll be cool so 10 years of brotherhood dude it's exciting what do you like i want to delve into it a bit with you but okay. what, like what do you remember about that first playthrough mm. what do i remember about the first playthrough i think <clears throat> i think for me i mean brotherhood is one of those games that i think i appreciate a lot more the older that i got because mm. For a long time, and this is going to sound like crazy, um, but at the time when Brotherhood came out, obviously there was only three Assassin's Creed games, um, not counting like yeah. you know Bloodlines or Assassin's Creed Discovery or whatever. Yeah, whatever. Um, those main console games, there was only three. And for me, Brotherhood was my least favorite. I used to like that was like the thing. Like Brotherhood was like the worst Assassin's Creed to me. Um, in, I, I think. You. I think in some ways. I don't think I was disappointed with Brotherhood, but I think it didn't hit me as hard as AC2. And I think that's because a lot of Brotherhood's core storytelling is is a lot more subtle than AC2. It's not in your face with a big conspiracy story and a revenge mm. plot and all of this. Like, it's it's the core focus of Brotherhood is the development of Ezio Auditore into the mentor of the Brotherhood. Um, and that is the core story that you're following there. And it's a lot more subtle and focuses a lot around just assassin gameplay and stuff. And I think that after coming out of assassin's creed 2 i was expecting a big like huge story again and it was a bit more personal this time and so for me i think it was a game that over the over time i came to love more and more and more and obviously now it's my favorite assassin's creed game um but one thing i do remember vividly and something that i've always loved is loading into if the first time finishing the the opening prologue and everything and getting into the modern day and just being so like fucking excited because i was back with desmond and lucy sean and rebecca and like being at the monterey villa um in the modern day being able to explore it and everything and go and collect those different artifacts you can get um having different conversations the truth and like the whole ending sequence and everything like the modern day sticks out to me in brotherhood quite a lot and it still does it's the best they've ever managed to pull off modern day um Mm. and that was like that was the thing i always loved about brotherhood uh even from day one where i still was like a little bit disappointed maybe with Ezio's portion of the game which is crazy to say but um yeah it was the modern day i think is the thing that stood out the uh, the most on that first playthrough it was just i just loved it so much yeah yeah i i Mm -hmm. i I don't i'll never forget that first playthrough of like i just couldn't wait to find out what happened i could not wait to find out what was happening next like i had to know um what was next in it to your story and at the time, like, getting a second Ezio game was this big blessing. Yeah. Like, never expected it. Because you had AC1 no, was also and AC2 was Ezio, and you just assumed the next game was going to be someone new. So when they're like, oh, Ezio's getting a second game, is that important? I'm like, holy fuck. 
That's amazing yeah. because I think he's that important too. I think he's that good of a character. Yeah. And seeing him continue to develop, like Brotherhood has been my favourite Assassin's Creed game from the moment I played Brotherhood to now. It mm-hmm. has never changed. That has always been my favourite Assassin's Creed. Because I felt like everything I loved about AC2, AC Brotherhood had, but like perfected it and mm-hmm. added to the world. Like I just loved what it expanded on in terms of the side content. I loved what it expanded upon as Ezio as a character, where he was him being the mentor. That Brotherhood system, what a great idea to have oh, that Brotherhood so system good. in there. So Such good. an amazing concept. The first time using the Brotherhood system, I was addicted. I was like, "That's this is mm-hmm. the best part of the game. I just want to play this. I just want to recruit assassins and train them. Yeah. And go around and use them. Like, it was so much fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, definitely. And then... <clears throat> The modern day, of course, like you said, was just so insane. You get to the ending, you're like, what the fuck's happening? But then it was also that, like, a bit of frustration because I'm like, I loved Ezio so much in 2 and you lived most of his life in 2, like, from 17 or, well, from birth to 40 years of age. And the Mm -hmm. thing I was, like, it was so heartbreaking because he lost so many people and he lost um, relationships and things like that. And then you get to the Christina memories and brother, dude, the Christina memories. Oh, my God. The first time you play... The Christina memories, like, broke my heart. But then I'm like, I just want him oh, to find man. a nice lady. I just want Ezio to be happy and have a family. But then Brotherhood yeah. ends and there's no real resolution to it. So I was like, I never expected a third game. Like, we were so lucky to get oh, to no, I was like, I guess, I guess that's it. Like, they don't really resolve oh, him. Oh, my God, man. But, but, I mean, they gave us that's a lot insane. out of Ezio. And he did a <laughs> lot of connecting to Desmond in both games. So I guess I'll just be grateful that I got a second Ezio game even though I'm sad because mm. I'd kind of like to know, did he marry anyone and like have a, like obviously yeah. he had kids, but at what point and was he happy in How the end? How did the story like, end? Yeah. Like, like I guess I just wanted to, to know like what, like an epilogue. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, yeah. I, I was like, I guess nothing else happens with Templars. He's done everything. He killed everyone. So it's fine. But what mm. happens with everything else is the rest of his life. But then you just, you just didn't think about it. But then very early into 2011, Revelations gets announced and it's like what like I remember the rumours and speculation to Revelations of when they would Ubisoft were doing that reveal remember when it was just like the black Animus yeah black yeah screen? yeah do you do you remember they, that when they did yeah. the there was like these they, they released like there was like the Animus stuff and then they slowly added to that wallpaper that's Ezio like and Arabic Atayir. writing they added yeah the that, Arabic writing and there was so much like there was like speculation and then videos and theories and everything and, was like it's gonna be Altair Altair is back and I was sort of like I mean, that's cool. I'm excited for Altair to come back, but I was like, but if you're just going to bring Altair back, like, Ezio again, I guess? Yeah. Like, I remember I, I saw... when that first picture of Ezio showed up on the wallpaper, and it was, <sighs> I don't think it was initially, like, I remember there wasn't immediately, oh, it's Ezio. I think a lot of people were like, is this Ezio? Is it not Ezio? Because Ubisoft didn't come out and say immediately, oh, this is Ezio. They were still building this wallpaper up. Yeah. And I remember, like, watching, you know, all the Assassin's Creed YouTubers at the time and everything. It was just so much fun. There was so much hype around it. It was, oh, it was insane. They used to do, oh my God, fucking brilliant. Who were you watching um, at that time? Because this is when I was deepest into watching like Assassin's Creed YouTubers before I made videos. Like, yeah, this is the yeah. stuff that started me making videos was like Magnitude X on Gamers Beverage. Yes, Like when he's yes. doing these. Luma. Dude, um, what, Luma, of course Luma. Um, yeah. Other dude. people as well, another guy <laughs> we won't talk about. Um, I wasn't even going to acknowledge that, but okay. No, um. um yeah, it was it was crazy. Like they were all making these videos. It was just so much hype. I think that Re- Revelations really was what got me into. I think really making like videos because I made YouTube videos before, but 
it wasn't i made my channel at the beginning of 2011 and i started i did there's some revelations news videos you can find on my channel um i, I think i talked about the trophy list for revelations and i also made a video on Altea having a different voice as well um and there's some bits and pieces there but yeah it was it was a crazy time and i, I don't know why we're still talking about revelations when this is the brotherhood 10 years i know yeah. but it, it, it's, it's it's your trilogy and it's what brother transitioned to mm. um well, so what was your feeling with um well i'm i mean like so you obviously felt the same like you want to know what happened it's your next but you never mm. thought there was gonna be a trilogy you never thought that like no, the, the most hyped I've ever been for any game in my life. I mean, I'd probably say Kingdom Hearts three, but like up until that point, mm -hmm. the the closest would be Revelations. Revelations yeah, because think... of but it's because of Brotherhood that Revelations was that much hype. Yeah, because well, like, oh my of god, the whole Ezio franchise trilogy. up until that point. Like, yeah, I'd been he was, invested he for was, four years, and he was the franchise at this point. But when Revelations was announced, Ezio is now the franchise. Assassin's Creed is Ezio. Yeah, Altair is there, but. Everyone knows who Ezio is. He's the face Everyone. of the franchise. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you know what's weird, no one... right? I had this I had this argument with Amir the other day on Discord. It was fucking retarded. He yeah. Well, Amir is retarded, so it's yeah, I mean he is. R worded. Yeah, um, I'm so, so sorry. Yeah. That was insensitive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me. offensive, um, man. Like, come on. Yeah. I'm sorry, I meant he's R worded. He's a fucking R worded cunt. Um <laughs> 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 I'm just trying to be politically correct, man. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I appreciate, um, I appreciate that. Yeah, thanks, man. Uh, but yeah, he. I had like I was just talking about like I was just saying like it's crazy because Assassin's Creed to me is like such a personal thing that I'm so used to it. But when you really think about like the wider scale of the gaming industry, Ezio is such an iconic character. But you don't think about it sometimes because you're such an Assassin's Creed fan. And Amir was like, Ezio's not iconic. What are you talking about? Most people don't even know who he is. I'm like, Amir, what are you talking about? Are you mentally ill? Ezio, anyone who's who plays any games, if you've never even touched Assassin's Creed, you know who Ezio is. He's like, no. No, they don't. He's not like on the scale of like Master Chief or Kratos. I'm like, yeah, yeah, he yes, is. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Yes, he fucking is. Absol yeah, absolutely he is. Are you joking? <clears throat> it's ridiculous. We all <laughs> it was so dumb. We were talking about it for like an hour. It was so fucking ridiculous. Fucking I was so idiot. I was so heated. Um, he's a fucking idiot. But yeah, yeah. Um, but he was also. Do you know how old he was when Ezio game came out? He was three, so he doesn't know. <laughs> he doesn't oh know. Oh my god. Um, yeah, it's true. Yeah. So it doesn't uh, matter what Amir thinks is iconic. <laughs> um, he's also played one game his whole life and has read Dead Redemption Two, and he's never played another game, so he doesn't know. Oh man. And he doesn't know. Um, yeah. But, but, but that's where we're at. Yeah, Ezio was and still is Assassin's Creed. Um, to me, he is. To me, he will always be Assassin's Creed. and um, yeah. none, of these, none of these joke characters will ever match up. You've got great nah, characters. They can't even in the call franchise. them characters. Altair is a fantastic character. What an amazing, mm -hmm. amazing character. Like, the Sick Crusade book is... What oh. a story. What a life. Like, an mm -hmm. incredible, incredible character. Edward Kenway, incredible, mm -hmm. incredible character. Wonderful character. Bayek, also, I really do think, as much as Origins is a game, mechanically, whatever, mm -hmm. um, but him, the character, Bayek is an amazing character. I really oh, love yeah. Bayek. Well, Bayek um, carries the game. Well, not even just Bayek. Literally. Carcillium carries the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But Bayek does carry that whole game mm -hmm. on his back as a character. Amazing He character. does. Yep. And Walks it across the whole of Egypt, through the yeah. desert, yeah. carrying that. On his back. Carrying that game. Um, and then you've got 
Well, I mean, here's the transition, right? Eivor. Let's talk about Assassin's Creed Valhalla, everyone. The newest Assassin's Creed game from Ubisoft Montreal. Yes, James, you, I don't sound like that, but whatever, whatever. I never, I never said it was you, but somehow you knew. You knew it was you. Cause it's because it you, like you're doing a South African fucking voice, you munt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck off. Um, yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, that's where we're at. Um, mm-hmm. The, um... That's yeah, so, oh, Eivor... What's your what's your feelings? You've, we're not going to spoil Valhalla. We're, we're going to give our spoiler-free thoughts on Valhalla. We're going to yeah, deep dive into this. It, so. Not none of us are close to finishing no. it. It feels like this game's a thousand hours long. Yeah. Like I'm, I've played twenty-five hours, and I legitimately believe I'm a quarter of the way through the game. Maybe. Well, we can talk about where you're at, and um, we'll we'll see. Okay, because um, I mean, I won't spoil it. We know where the regions of the map are. We'll just talk about. Yeah, what well, we, we can talk about. Regions. Well, we can talk about. Yeah, what, like what arc are you on? What like yeah. region is it in? Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We just won't say what's happened and spoiler wise. We'll go, and we'll be general with things like, oh, how mm. do you feel about the hidden one storyline so far, and what do you like about it? Well, rather than yeah. be like when this happened and this happened, so yeah. we, we'll We're be not general. Talk if you don't want to know specific anything, points. I guess you don't listen if you don't want to know literally like any and, and th- thoughts. To be at fair, all. right, the game's been out for like fucking over a week now by the time this comes out if you if you care enough that you don't want to know anything about the game before playing it how about you just play the fucking game what are you doing go play yeah, it what are you doing agreed. get off agreed. youtube good point good idiot point. uh right yeah so what, what are we where are we starting which one to start with this um well let's start with with eivor as the character yes um obviously <clears throat> i mean is it spoilers to to general like we don't know the answers to this right like we don't know right. still why there's letting the animus decide between male and female mm-hmm. but we don't know i i decided to just go for we know they're the the, we know we know they're the same character it, yeah yeah you know they're the yeah. same like there's no actual male avor and then female avor they both are the same character yeah um, yeah they're not two they're different just, people they're just different performances though like in terms yeah. of as an audience member playing the game they're different performances what do you think of Eivor, the character? And what do you, did you let the animus decide? What, what's, what's the go? Yeah, so I did let the animus decide at first, and then I decided midway through the prologue, I just switched to male just to see what the male would be like. Um, and I liked it more, so uh, I just left it on male. Because I also did, like, I didn't understand, right, how the switch would work. And I just decided, like, I was there, and I was like, I don't want to get so attached to this one. Then have it switch to male and get attached to that one. And then have it switch back. I was like, I just want to stick with one. And I decided to test both, see which performance I preferred most. And I just I prefer I just preferred the um the male performance just more. So I just was like, fuck, it, I'm gonna stick with it. Cause I liked like from the offset, I I was enjoying being with this character and I was like, I don't want it to switch. Like I just wanted to test both, see which one, and I was like, I just want I want a connection to this character. And I feel like the anima switching is gonna make it weird. But apparently, right? I don't know. I don't know whether this is a spoiler to say, um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but this it doesn't actually. Apparently, it doesn't switch. No, bro. I was about to say that, and I let the animus decide. I played fifteen hours of the game and didn't switch once. If you let the animus decide, hey, guess what? You're female, Avor, and I, I, I almost certainly know when you'll switch, and you'll probably get one hour of gameplay as the male Avor. Yeah, I'd, I, I, I'd, I'd imagine based on what I think the memories are but i'm not going to say what I've, it is 
yeah i'm I've just been, gonna say i've been told by someone in the comments and i'm like that makes sense and is also really fucking weird as well why yeah the... so yeah so um and i have my suspicions yeah. why um and things i mean i had ideas before the game came out and they're not wrong but they're not right they're in the realm of, of what i th- is the reality i believe um mm-hmm. i feel but, like i'm slowly putting it together and i think it's actually yeah. gonna be a bit fucking mental to yeah. be honest yeah um, and it could, so, it, could, it could go horribly wrong or it could be ima- it amazing. It could go wrong. Um, Don't get it twisted. I really like Valhalla right now. The story is oh, carrying oh, fucking, the game. I love it. The story so is absolutely carrying this game. Well, let's be honest with ourselves. I don't know. Now, I don't know if I'd say that. I, I well, don't actually, think... Wh- where, are you, where are you at? I am about to start the London arc. You're about to start the London arc. Okay. Okay. And I've heard that's the best part of the game for most people, at least for the early stages. I think that I really enjoyed the first two arcs that I played. Um, did you? Which I, was I didn't. I did sort of. I I had I had a, like a good time. Like I I I wasn't like blown away. Like oh, this game's amazing. I'm having such good fun. But I just sort of enjoyed what I was playing. I was like, this is quite. I'm enjoying this, and like I'm I quite like Avor and like. The, the little bits of politics and stuff that you're having so like i the first two i did was um which i think most people probably did was i did uh granted bridge first then yeah. i did uh letter chester afterwards i i liked letter chester a lot the mm. that was the first one again the uh granted bridge granted bridge didn't like that very much i thought it was whatever no was no very forgettable I, that I was the was... most like mm, sort of meh uh arc it was just sort of fine like yeah, it just it wasn't yeah i agree it was just sort of fun i was like ah oh, this is this is fluff to me like what's going on where's the like i want to know what's happening with the hidden ones like this it felt like fluff it felt like i'm mm-hmm. just doing stuff for the sake of doing it to make the story longer and then i played the uh letter chester one i was like this is pretty decent then i played the east anglia one. Oh, and I, 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 I only played that recently okay i really enjoyed the east anglia one I liked that like, one. I thought it was. I it's thought that best. was really good. The best side characters in all of the arcs that I play so far. It's good. It's definitely out of the ones that are Viking centric. It's the best out of those that I've played so yeah, far. The cool. one that's about I've, like I've, politics I've, and Vikings and yeah, all of that stuff. It it had um, a good. It had a clear villain and a clear like hero in the arc. The mm-hmm. side characters were interesting. You had some good actual voice actors in that arc as well, mm-hmm. um, and I just thoroughly enjoyed it was it was it was the first one i was like right okay i actually can enjoy these vikings arcs because mm-hmm. i'm just sort of like where's the hidden ones where the hidden ones and i played the first one, i'm like yeah they're fine but do i really want to play viking stuff and then i played mm-hmm. the east anglia one and i'm like i actually enjoyed the viking storylines this is the first one i really enjoyed obviously you've got the prologue in norway um that was good and I that really was good that was yeah yeah, yeah there's a good, strong. Strong, strong prologue very strong introduction mm-hmm. to the game but then I was like, Ugh. I was just sort of like, what's uh, fluff, fluff? Where's mm-hmm. the story going? Like, where's the overarching story of Valhalla going with the character, um, with Sigurd and Eivor and um, mm-hmm. you know, um, all the others? Mm-hmm. And I hadn't gotten that yet. But then I played the East Anglia one. I was like, that was fun. I actually really enjoyed that. Um, they're like little episodes, um, like three hour yeah. episodes, and then. Um, and I've been doing so much side content as well. Like I played 25 mm-hmm. hours and I've only done those three arcs. I've done right. so much, like every raid you can possibly do so many of the mysteries, so many of the treasures taking it super slow. So like, 
as much as I'm like super behind in the story compared to you and many, many others, even though I've had the game so long, I have been doing a lot of side content and recording videos in the side content. I changed my full control scheme. Um, mm-hmm. I did a video on it, but then I like went back and fully changed it even more. So like where the combat buttons are, where all the, f- I've changed everything about the control scheme. So it runs so much, I've enjoyed it so much more. Like all the free running stuff's on the right trigger. X is assassinate and light attack. Y is heavy attack. X is to dodge. Uh, B, uh, circle is to, um, I, I'm jumping between Xbox and PlayStation controls. Um, circle yeah. is to block with your left hand. And then the bow and arrow is still like trigger shoot. Um, crouch is like the left analog stick down. Um, mm-hmm. and like a few other, and the free running and, and sprinting is all the right trigger. So it just feels like so much better. It just plays yeah. so much, uh, so much better. Um, once I changed that, I was like, this is running so much smoother and everything. So, um, I've got that. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and yeah, I've just, I've been doing a lot in the game. I really have been doing yeah. a lot. Um, but now I'm about to start that London arc and mm-hmm. you said, well, you tweeted out London arc fixed me. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh man. You're going to love it. Oh dude. Should I stream my playing of this? Oh, Maybe. I feel like you might have some reactions. It's really good. Uh, I remember because I was when I when I because I tweeted. Well, should out, I just so record I was... it? Should I just record my playing through the London? Arc? <clears throat> oh yeah, you could you could record it and then cut it up and be like my first reaction to the London arc or something. That might be good. Yeah. Because then you could get like properly into it as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was I was streaming like for a bit up until the London arc, and when I was doing it, I tweeted out like I'm about to do the London arc. A bunch of people showed up. Uh, Darby was there as well. He wanted to see my reactions to everything. Yeah. Um, and he he guided me so i went to like there's a few places you go to and there's like a place you go to in the story and he told me to because i was going to go do the assassin bureau that's in london uh, but he told me go go do the story thing first then do the assassin bureau so i did that um and there's like some really cool story stuff there but then like he had to go off and he just goes um he goes have a great time with this arc uh, let me know if it reminds you of anything winky face and then just leaves and i was like okay um and get it, it oh my god man it is so good it's so good it's stupidly good um and it Fuck. Yeah, i felt i Fuck, felt like I'm it ended excited. too soon i was like i was just so into it but like it took me a couple hours to get through but like it's just the arcs are long man they're like two to three hours yeah and it was oh my god and London there's so much gameplay really in between good. that you can do sidewise like just to play those stories they're like two to three hours and as well because you've already done east anglia as well you're gonna get to play um three my f- three favorite arcs so far have been london vinland and um uh Oxenifordshire. those three playing those three one after the other was just so it was just so much fun they're really? all so good oh. all three are just brilliant and are like, you just oh doing story are you just doing story i'm not just doing story like i'll i sort of flip between like if i come across like if i'm riding to a quest and i see like a raid I'll, i normally go do it or yeah. if i see like you know the treasure location i'll go do it if like there i've got like enough uh, right. order of the ancients like clues i'll go and take one out or something so i'm just sort of switching between things right um, see i'm like i'm almost like i go to the new region where, where i've declared i'll get all the viewpoints i'll go around and do heaps of the side content like the major points a raid probably mm-hmm. like half the treasures half the mysteries half the other I'll, I'll get almost half of the whole location done and explore mm-hmm. everything 
and then <laughs> I'll start the story. I'll probably spend three hours in the region before I even start the story. That's how I'm playing. Now, mm. I'm going to stop that because I'm so behind in the story and I need to start fucking getting my shit together. <laughs> That's where yeah. I'm at with that. And I mean, the map is so big. Like, I just got into a new region um, last stream. Uh, like, a whole place that I haven't really explored before. It's sort of like the west of Mercia. And I went over there and, like, it's so, like, different as well as a location. Um, but also, like, it's so big. There was so much. Like, I was like, this is insane. Like, I've not even seen any of this area before. Like, I've been all over in sort of like east anglia and like the you know middle of mercia sort of thing so going over yeah. that way was like wow the map's so different and like there's so much more to see um and i just like got to the top of a viewpoint and just saw the size of this map it was oh my god it's yeah. i feel like they've they've really something that they've done in this game that i think is brilliant is they've really managed to take the genre they've been trying to do and give it an assassin's creed identity and i think that's what's made it so compelling for me to play through is They've managed to take quest arcs and basically they're memory sequences, but they're just bigger memory sequences. And then yeah. you've got the way they've built this world is like it's 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 split into like four major areas, but those are then split up into other major areas, each of which feel different from each other as you're exploring. And so it always feels good. And as well, on top here's of that, my, here's my comparison. Here's my comparison. Can I just ask mm -hmm. you this? Are you saying? Sure. Do you think it feels like? The same way when you're in Venice and you've got, yeah, all these individual cities, but then you've got districts in the cities that each sequence yeah. takes place in. And, like, you've got the, <clears throat> like, um, uh, Carnivale area, and that's for that sequence and story arc in AC2. And then you've mm -hmm. got, like, um, the Bartholomeo sequence, and that's a whole, yeah. like, sort of different Venice area. And it makes feels like a unique area. It This is the first time since the Ezio trilogy that it feels like each area is distinctly separated where the locations are built. And I'm like actually going around for the first time doing side activities first. And what I'm realizing when I go to these locations to get treasure, I'm like, ah, oh, I already can tell this was built for a story sequence. And then mm. I come back during the story. So I'm actually starting yeah. to think I should stop doing side content first and just do the story because yeah. I'm going to places before I should go there. And I'm noticing things like it feels like each area is built for each story arc, not They've copy-pasted a bunch of areas and they're just forcing you to do stories in them. They're literally mm -hmm. writing stories and then creating the world to fit the story they've written. It's what yeah. a game should be doing and they're doing it here with Valhalla. Yeah, it's brilliant. And I think the, it, the way that the, the story is paced and structured too is that I, I just... The game is like long, but it, it to yeah. me, while I've been playing it, it's never felt drawn out because it's split up into all of these arcs so you're always switching between different stories and like once you've started a story so like the beginning half or beginning portion i guess of the game is starting stories and some of them are just yeah. self-contained single stories but part some of them have like a, a like another arc that will come next and so you're go like going back to stories that you've already experienced and you're like oh i can't wait to go back to this story and i'll experience this with this character again and then like you jump to another one you're like oh i get to carry on with with this story here and so it feels broken up in such a way where I just feel like the structure is really good, but all of the stories like feed into each other and feel like this continuous singular narrative. And I think that's really cool. Um, yeah. And that's been, it's just been really fun to just explore that. But yeah, the last three arcs that I did or no, before East Anglia, well, East Anglia was good, but before that, the, the London, Vinland, and then um, Ox Hennefordshire were just playing those you, three just next to each other was just like, are you finding your power such, level doesn't so matter? Yeah, not really. At least for main story, anyway. Like some, like right. I, the the one issue that I found with power level was just, um, I was going along a river, um, 
and I came across a raid and I wanted to do it and then I started doing it and I was like, oh wait, this is like level 250. And it was weird because it was right next to a level 20 area and it was just like, it doesn't feel like that's necessarily put together very well because I feel like I should be able to do it and I didn't like it. Like it just bothered me. I'm like, oh, I feel now level gated from doing content that I have access to uh, just because of like the like some number on the screen, not really because yeah. of anything real. Um, but other than that, I haven't really come across anything like that. Like, I've just been going through the game. Like, I did um, the first, uh, like, mythical arc that was level mm. 90 when I was level 40. And, like, it was kind of hard. Like, I, there was a challenge there, but I did it. Um, like, it didn't feel ridiculous. Like, it, it, when you're playing Odyssey, if, if enemies are, like, three levels above you, you're fucked. But in this game, like, you know, it was level 90 i was level 40 in it it i still did it um it was just a bit more of a challenge so i haven't really been having that much of an issue as just playing pretty much the main story some side stuff here and there jumping between it my power level is sort of i'm like i think my power level is 115 now something like that um and yeah it's just it's fine like i'm i'm i haven't encountered any issues in the main story i've just been playing them sort of as i've as i've got to them and it's been it's been fine so okay that's good I haven't really tested it. I've always just because I do so much side content as I go. Same with Odyssey. Like when I played Odyssey, I was always way over leveled because I was always just doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Every because I'm OCD. It's not even like I want to do stuff. It's like I see I have to complete this location. I have to do everything in right. it. Now that right. I, mean, I have to clean, I have to clean the map. Um, but I need to mm-hmm. stop that while I play the rest you of the whole. I just need to. I just need to play the story, and I'll mm-hmm. save everything else for streams and doing all the side stuff for them. So. I just need yeah. to focus on the story, get this done and enjoy it um, mm-hmm. and not worry too much about side content other than maybe like doing the settlement because I really like feel like that's mm-hmm. a part of the story, if that makes sense. It is, yeah, it is um, part of the story, really. So, and of course, like uh, Order of the Ancients, mm-hmm. cultist fucking menu. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, for sure. Also, in terms of like being an RPG now, we talked about before Origins were like, oh, it should be an RPG. And then it came out, we're like, I mean, this wasn't really what we wanted. And then Odyssey came out and was like, oh, this definitely isn't what we meant. <laughs> now the Hulls come out, I'm like, okay, this is how you'd make an Assassin's Creed RPG. This is yeah. the first time, like, I actually feel like they've done it right. Like, I hadn't really delved much. I'm like, what are the fucking, you know, ingots for? Like, what even, like, what am I doing and then I go mm-hmm. and and I'm like, I want more gear. Like, where's the gear at? Like, I'm finding all the shit. I'm like, this fucking what? What's the high level shit? And I haven't really played around with the blacksmith or anything. And then I, mm-hmm. by the time I did East Anglia, I'd like still had all my base level gear. Because I'm like, oh, I haven't found anything that really looks any better. And then I'm mm-hmm. like, I had all these ingots of shit. And then I just went and upgraded to like second highest tier of all the weapons I had and all the raven gear. And I'm like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. These, all these gears you find are unique items the same as like the witcher 3 mm-hmm. and you upgrade them and they look better i'm like just like the witcher 3 i'm like ah oh, this is so much better this is the best yeah, way to yeah. do it like the oh, gear you that. have actually improves as you invest into it mm-hmm. that's yeah. so much better i don't even not just like, that but i only like, recently well, worked that out you've got like one thing i loved about older assassin's creeds is characters had like an identity about them but then when you get to like you know, when you're playing Odyssey, there's no, like, Cassandra 
outfit like i guess there's the default but like everyone just changes shit but like with eivor like you've got your raven gear and like you wear that for like such a large part of the game but like that is your outfit and like you know when you yeah. play assassin's creed 2 you've got Ezio's robes like giovanni's robes that you're wearing and obviously you can get other stuff that you can like different skins you can wear you can upgrade the armor you can dye it or you can you know get the armor of altair at the end but you've got that uniqueness about it and i just i really like that about valhalla is there's not that much there's not that many gear sets when you're in the grand scheme of things like there are a good few but there's not so many that you're overwhelmed by just ridiculous amounts of gear and so you're going to be able and there's there, not, there and is you're that not getting 17 there. of the same sort either exactly every item is unique you can't get the same item twice and so like every time you go to one of these wealth locations where you're going to be finding gear you you're getting something unique that you haven't got before and you might want to use and i think that's really cool um it just makes it feel more assassin's creed because i think that was always sort of what assassin's creed was about it wasn't about getting like 16 of the same steel sword it was about you know building up your collection of these like weapons if you like you got a blacksmith and buy them or whatever um and so i really like that about it and i think it makes finding gear way more special as well because every time you do you're like okay i know this is going to be something i haven't got before and so when you go in to get it it's this unique experience and on top of that every single like big piece of loot that you're going to be getting is hidden behind some sort of task or puzzle or whatever so like when you see it like you can't just run in open the chest run out like it's there's always something you have to do you've always got to be engaged like whether it's trying to get behind a barred door finding the key from a guard somewhere or you know anything like that solving some sort of mini puzzle and i like that about it, it keeps me engaged and every single time i come across it like i'm thinking and i'm trying to actually actively do something rather than just going and looting a chest and running away again and i think that is good it means that every single location is built with actual fucking purpose and that's something that they hadn't done before. And I think it all just feeds into what Assassin's Creed is about, which is, you know, being engaged and actually thinking about what you're doing in the world. Um, and they sort of lost that direction, like, you know, as, as the games went on, and like with Origins and Odyssey. So I just think this game has finally found an identity that feels Assassin's Creed within the genre they're, they're making their games for, which is quite, is quite nice. Agreed. Agreed. I think I had a few worries with those first two Viking arcs, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I was a bit like, oh fuck, I'm playing fucking Odyssey again. Those like were the, the stories, the story is better <clears throat> and everything. Mm-hmm. Like, don't get me wrong, Darby's writing, you can tell he's written this game. You can tell he's written this game. Yeah, you can tell. The he's writings, bad. the writings are fantastic. It's my favorite part. But gameplay mm-hmm. wise, like the combat, I wasn't getting into, man. And then those mm-hmm. first two story arcs, I'm like, the Viking stuff, like the the prologue, the introduction, like the first the first twenty minutes, strong opening, super strong. Mm-hmm. And then you get introduced. We're not going to say what happens, but you get introduced to the Hidden Ones. I mm. love what they've done with the Hidden Ones. And oh I haven't done the London God, Arc yet, but so oh good. my God. Like, they feel mythical, like mystical. They feel, like, really ancient while also feeling very mysterious. Like, we don't know much about them. Mm-hmm. And they're, like, this notorious, quiet group. Like, they're well-established now. They feel mm-hmm. like the assassins that are in assassin's creed one is that yeah, how you feel yeah. as well oh very much so and I, I i don't know if you've gone into the database and you've read like um about them and stuff like there's a no. li- there's darby is padded out um i assume it's him that's written it because it feels like by the it, way but he's database padded out but just to, oh my god it's so good um but if you go in and you read so if you go to like um factions and you read about the hidden ones um and then you read about like the assassin bureaus and stuff he basically fills in a lot of gaps that we have so like origins didn't do a lot um 
in a lot of ways and this he's filled in a lot of bits and pieces here but not like the hidden ones are, i absolutely love i think they're brilliant and i love hytham so much i think he's just so he's very he, he reminds me a lot of malik um from 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 ac1 yeah in a lot he of ways. does um, do you like him more than basim yes i like him more than basim is there a reason for that that i don't know yet maybe don't know okay i like basim because he just uh, feels so like mature like he's the mm. mentor like he mm-hmm. just knows he, have I, you I, seen I like, him since the start of the game no, not since he left in the the settlement. Oh, uh, yeah, he leaves, doesn't he? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you'll see him again at some point. Well, Maybe. I assume I, I assume I saw him in London, but I don't know. Um, we'll find but, out. Um, um, but what they did was, like, but... high, high, like, I mean, light spoilers, I guess. Like, how they teach you certain assassin ideas and techniques. Mm-hmm. Where mm-hmm. social stealth gets introduced as a gameplay-wise. Where when you do Leap of Faith at the start of the game, you're not doing a Leap of Faith. Oh my god, you, have you to don't learn how much that... I you, was you have so fucking hyped. All, I, was, I, <laughs> so I was playing my review copy, and I like before the game was out, mm. and all I thought in my head was, James is going to come in his pants when he does this Leap of Faith mission. He's going to, like, this is the idea, the concept oh that you have to learn god, how to do a man. Leap of Faith. James is literally going to come oh in his pants. Man. Like, that's all I was thinking oh while I was playing man. it. Did you... Do, when I... Um, was in Norway at the beginning of the game, and you do you like you're on a high point, and you do a leap of faith for the first time. I lost my mind because Eivor didn't do a leap of faith and just jumped off, and I was like, "This, you didn't need to do, you did not need to do this, but you did do it." And like that immediately, because no one me, else has ever done it. Yeah, n- never. Like we've just accepted it before. Like why can Eivor do a leap of faith when he's not an assassin? Just because I guess he can. Whatever, who cares? Um, and it it just. Like, it's that sort of care that I was like, immediately, this game has depth and details. And Darby's been saying to me, because I've, I've been talking to Darby a lot, um, yeah. he's been really enjoying watching my streams because he's been said, he said that, like, I tend to really miss nothing. And I think that must be so rewarding. Um, and it's so rewarding for me, like, because I love detail. I just love yeah. being able to just see all these minor details that 90% of people are going to completely miss. But, like, that is Assassin's Creed for me is back in like 2010 with brotherhood there was so many minor details that the devs put in because they were like fans are going to notice these things and they stopped doing that because i think they just realized that so many people don't give a shit that it doesn't matter so they can just do whatever they want but i'm so happy this game has so much depth and like i mean there's a lot that you haven't got to yet but there is so much depth to this game that is just it, it i appreciate it so much like just on a personal level i appreciate it so much because I love being able to pay attention to something. I love being rewarded for paying attention because mm. it feels good. Like when I can link things together and like, yeah, it's just, it's just wow. And I was going to say um, before we got into this weird tangent, the hidden ones I love, but what I love maybe even more is what Darby has done with the the Order of Ancients in this game. Right. And See, I'm not in... that deep enough in the Order of Ancients. They're very still, Abel doesn't really know who they are yet. Yeah. He knows their name, but he doesn't like. He's like, I guess I'll kill them because the assassins <clears throat> are my mates. Obviously, I won't say too much because spoilers. But I really love that he has made a clear cut distinction between what Order of Ancients are and what Templars are, and you right. can tell, okay. you can tell, and it's it's so good. Oh, I, I need you to play the London Arc. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Oh, oh man, I'm gonna. Man. I'm, okay, so. I got work tomorrow, but on Wednesday I'll record 
I'll do a stream in the first thing I'm going to do is I want to stream in the morning the PS5 me playing the PS5 for the first time a bit of all those games I've got but then I'm going to mm-hmm. record after that and play the full London arc and I'm going to mm-hmm. record my reaction to it and then cut it oh up and make it a video yes. just because I feel oh. like the London arc is going to be a memorable thing for the future like it's years down the line we'll way, the London like, arc oh, just story gameplay and also, like, little details and secrets is perfect. It's just perfect. Like, I can't fault it. It's just... I... Oh, my... I can't. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> oh, dude. Ah, oh, dude. That's so I cool, was, man. I was literally just... I, I, I was just so excited playing the whole thing. Like, every time a thing happened, I was like, I can't believe this is happening right now. Like, it was just so good. Just stupidly good. And... Everyone had been telling me as well, leading up to that point, like, it's so good, I can't wait to see you react to London. And I still didn't expect it to be as good as it was. Um, it was just so, so much fun, and there's so much to love. Like like I said, like, the little details and secrets and stuff. Like, make sure you, like, when you do, you go to areas that you go to in the game, in, in the London arc, uh, make sure you're, like, reading notes and stuff that you find, because there's a lot of, a lot of cool stuff. Um, oh, yeah, I've only done one bureau, and I was, like, mm-hmm. read everything I've in only- there, obviously, and was, like, so interesting. Uh, I've only done two, um, two bureaus. Yeah. I did the one in uh, Leicester Shire and e- Ethan found them all. Like, because Ethan and I both knew we had review copies, so we'd been chatting while we were playing the game early on, mm-hmm. like about yeah. oh, have you played this bit? Have you played that bit? Um, and he went off and found all the bureaus, and he was like giving me live updates. Like, dude, I can't fucking find this last one. Like, he fucking spent a lot of time looking. So, mm-hmm. if yeah, if you're looking for him, everyone go check out his video because he'll have the mm-hmm. location so you can find them all. Um, yeah, yeah. And but I've seen the cool. I've seen the armor as well. You get at the end. Hate oh, it. I've not. I don't, don't want to look. Hate, absolutely hate it. It's the worst, really? worst endgame armor I've ever fucking seen in my life. The 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 hood of it, amazing color scheme of the hood mm-hmm. and everything else, abysmal. I want to throw up. It's disgusting. <laughs> it's fucking disgusting. Well, I've been wearing the because there's three assassin gear sets in the game. I've been wearing one. Um, where the fuck is, do I get it? Where do I get so, it? So, so the, obviously, there's one that you get from the bureaus. Um, there's a third one. I don't know where you get it from um, because I haven't got any of the pieces yet. I don't think. And then there's the there's the Magister armor yeah, uh, set, I get it? and it? they're just sort of dotted it? around the map. Like no, you'll find you them in just random wealth locations. What's it called? Yeah. Hang on, I'm gonna look up my phone because I'll keep that. Hang on. Okay. The, the, it's the... called the Magister gear set. Um, it's really nice. I like the cloak a lot, especially when you upgrade it. Um, and the 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 set, like the actual armor set itself, uh, I think it's really nice. But um, yeah, I'm interested to see to see what the others are like once I you know get them and see what's going on. Uh, I mean, that's not too bad. That's not too <clears> bad. <throat> I don't love it. I like it quite a bit, but um, a lot of people have been telling me, yeah, to the yeah to get the get the other ones, which I'll do. Um, but yeah, I'm 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 liking it. I'm liking it. Um, and going like going to these bureaus has been good as well for just like story and and whatnot, those codex pages and stuff. So that's cool. Yeah, um, I'm trying to find. Pi- I was hoping to find pictures of of them and what they'd all look like at the end. Um, oh yeah, here we go. All right, I'm starting to see him now. I see him now. Okay. Um, wow. Like, I mean, overall, man, the game is strong. 
mm-hmm. I think I think th- I have a bit of exhaustion just the way the side con like the side content the way they're doing it better again than Origins and Odyssey way mm-hmm. more fluid way more unique but I think because it plays so similar I'm a bit tired I'm like oh yeah okay here we go I've run around like this before and done these sorts of things before like I just sort of like I just have so much resentment to Odyssey that anything that's even similar I'm just like mm-hmm. ugh ugh so there's a little bit of fatigue there partly why I can't play for that long but if I just ignore this a bit and just focus on the story and get back into I it because I'm, I'm, I'm spreading myself too thin and I'm also giving myself too much time between story arcs that I played mm-hmm. the two worst ones and then East Anglia I thought's the best one by far that I played it's significantly better mm-hmm. than the others and you're telling me the three best ones you played aren't any of those three so no, I need I to know. just crack on with it they're they're really good and the, the story like they're setting up a lot of main story points like the Oxenofordshire one was really good like the because what I like a lot about these is the game itself dabbles in references and like paying homage to Assassin's Creed and what it used to do and uh, linking to past games. But it also does re- a really good job of telling its own story as well. And I think that the first time I sort of really got into that in a, in a way was obviously the prologue's really cool and everything and they set up some bits and pieces, but... Um, Oxenofordshire was the first one where it was like this stands completely on its own and is really good and like so interesting and this is very clearly like the main story of the game the what like the story thread that I'm going to be the most interested in at least from what I can tell um, right and that was it was really interesting like they Darby has set up some like new concepts and stuff and it, and as well like everything is linking like it's so i can't like as an assassin's creed game has not managed to link ancestor story to the modern day and to past games in a way that has been done this well for probably a decade now at this point or going you're on a saying, decade. So you're saying it's your trilogy that's what you're saying yeah this is it's this is and i think I, this is an easy one for me this is the best modern day since revelations or maybe here, here. since brotherhood because revelations is like it's like it gets the narrative dead right. Yeah, um, it, it it pushes us forward amazingly from between Brotherhood and Three, but yeah, yeah it doesn't yeah. have a lot of its own. I mean, if you count the Lost Archives, which I think is actually amazing, story wise, amazing. Oh, just not I love I love Desmond's Journey and I love the Lost Archives. I think they're brilliant. Um, um okay, so here's the thing: when mm-hmm. I because I couldn't say anything to you when mm-hmm. I first played the opening bit of the Modern Day, mm-hmm. I was like this is the best modern day since the Ezio trilogy. Yeah. That was my instant reaction. I'm like, the stakes that has been mm-hmm. set up here are so yeah. big. We're not going to spoil anything, obviously. We're not going to say no, anything specifically, but the stakes that they've set up and the intrigue, I'm straight away, I'm like, wait, mm-hmm. I want to know what's going to happen. I legitimately want to know. And I yep. remember telling Darby that and he goes, do you like Layla now? I'm like, that's not what I'm saying. I don't think, I don't think any, anything of her still. To be honest, yep. I just think the narrative concept that you've linked between why I'm in the Animus with Eivor and how it's going to impact the stakes you've set up in the modern day, phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal, the way you've set that up. And then there's a few other things that are in there that I like. Not necessarily Layla, but there's a couple other characters. And mm-hmm. <clears throat> just the way it's all been done, and then I went straight into the... Oh, I went, dude, I can't wait for the spoiler cast because I went... St- straight I into the lap- <laughs> I went straight into the laptop and you know exactly what I found. Yeah. You yeah, know what yeah. I found 
And I was like, why are you doing this? There's a reason you're doing this. Why are you doing this? There's a reason oh, you're doing man. this. And I, and, and like, not just the things that like, I wanted them to keep going from origins. There's back, mm-hmm. back, back shit that I got goosebumps oh from, man. Oh, I'm thinking about it, man. That I got goosebumps man. And I'm like, why are you doing this to me? But one thing is, this has to pay mm. off. So I'm excited for that stuff now. Mm. I haven't finished the game. I'm not even close. Mm-hmm. We could finish this game and go, ah, fuck. They just yeah, dropped they the it. ball again. They're <laughs> yeah. like, it's like a fucking run of the field. And it's just looking like a guaranteed touchdown and just absolutely fumbled it right before the line. That could be the case here. So, But mm-hmm. right now, like in that way in the Monday, I am actually really excited to see where this all goes. Yeah, I and think they're, that they're whether, they the get it, whether they get it right or wrong, I'm having fun now. So <laughs> there's always know, that. But, but, it, but um, let's be honest with ourselves. If it's not good at the end, it doesn't matter. if they like Enjoy it now, but you will then yeah. talk about how much you hate the game. I will be oh, so disappointed if they get it wrong. Oh, I, mean, the, the, I, mean, I mean, when I played the London Dark first, it was really good. But, you know, looking back, it was just, uh, it was just pandering. Um. <laughs> um, oh Jesus! I really hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> um, Just no uh, Yeah, but I, I think that it's they've really managed to set up a modern day that I care about. And what they've done is uh, the modern day since the end of I mean since three. I mean as much as I think the modern day for three was just wrong in every way. I think that since three, the modern day has just tried to do all these different things. It's just done like random stories, whereas I, without spoiling it, the the modern day of Valhalla, I think, just decides to go, what actually fucking matters to the modern day story of Assassin's Creed? Let's just do that story. Because why are we not telling a story? Why are we not actually taking this anywhere? Let's actually fucking do something of substance. Um, it, it, this is what it also does. This is, this, is, this is my opinion. And I, again, I have not finished the game. I mm-hmm. don't know anything that anyone else doesn't know. It's just a theory. I mean, I know enough things that, not even from the game, but just from what I've been told. I mm. feel like Valhalla is the last game. And I don't mean the last Assassin's Creed game. I just mean the last game that's ours. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm I feeling as well. I truly believe Valhalla, for fans like you and I, James, that fell in love from the Ezio trilogy, fans like you and I that loved desmond and that overarching narrative that love Ezio and altair and how everything connected and the assassin's order and everything mm-hmm. this is our last game i genuinely mm-hmm. feel like this is like end game for us yeah and when i've played this modern day all i was thinking to myself is i can't wait to the end to find <laughs> out what happens because yeah. i I've, i'm intrigued and the stakes and everything but i also mm-hmm. feel like i'm like what's been decided with this one day is like, look, we set up a couple little things here, but we're actually going to be, without spoiling anything, the successor to Assassin's Creed 3 and the Desmond Saga's modern day. This is going to be the actual follow-up to that. Mm-hmm. We've made two of these fucking games with Layla. We set a bunch of stuff up in Origins. We're going to follow that through. And then I guess we have to mention that Odyssey happened, so we'll mention it happened, but we're not going to really think about that at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're just going to grab everything that we've got and just finish it. Like, I don't feel mm-hmm. like they're setting more up in this game. I'm finished, so I don't know. No. But, like, I generally no. am like, this is just going to well, wrap it all up because they know there's never going to be another opportunity or there may never be another opportunity to finish it all. So let's just fucking mm-hmm. treat it like that we've got no second chances. Darby may write many more Assassin's Creed games from now. 
He may be an narrative director for many, many years. He also may not be. He's been fucked over before. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So and so have many great developers in that in that team and in that company. Look yeah. at fucking Patrice. Oh, the creator Patrice. of Assassin's Creed. How fucked over he got from Ubisoft. Like, people have been fucked over at that company endlessly. Mm -hmm. You don't know when you're going to get on the next game. You don't know if you're going to get to work on another Assassin's Creed game. And you've got a team, not just Darby, many others, that care about Assassin's Creed. That have been Mm -hmm. on the franchise since the first game. It feels to me like they're treating it like, we may never get another chance. Even if we do, let's just make this game like it's the last. Yeah. For the fans. For the people that have been here from the beginning... There's obviously things I have to do because I have to continue the way the game's are structured and it plays like fucking Origins Odyssey. It's an RPG. We get it. But story-wise, in the modern day, story-wise, in the answer storyline, the way it's structured like an old Assassin's Creed game, like it's like, it's one last hoorah, man. This feels like the end to me. It feels like our it last really game. It really does. Yeah. And it's nice for us because I think that we get to actually have a proper send-off because when the franchise slowly declined, you weren't expecting it. And it just sort of, you, you went from Sad. loving Assassin's Creed to hating it. And you never got that chance to be like, to actually appreciate, okay, finally, this is like the end of what I really like. Yeah. Um, and I think it's just so nice to have a game that does does so many of the things that you really enjoy. It structures a game in a way that feels classic and manages to tie modern day, not just to the past, but also to, uh, not not just to past storylines, but to the, to the ancestor storyline and actually do something interesting. And there's so much going on. That it's like, finally, if this game ends and it does everything right, I can finally feel like some sort of closure on this brand. Because I never really got that. Like, when you play Revelations and you go into AC3 and you feel like this disappointment and then you move on, you got Black Flag and you're like, yeah, this was great. But then Unity, Rogue, Syndicate, Origins, Odyssey. And it's like, oh, like, I never really got a chance to, I guess, appreciate something good for one final time. It just sort of slowly became really shit um it was depressing so man. I, it was it was a it was a like the history of this franchise is so sad mm. us as fans it's just sad yeah it really is like a, like yeah for and i think a lot a lot of people aren't going to understand because <laughs> they probably weren't born but you know um back when we were playing those games like it, it did mean a lot to all of us we, we were very invested in these characters and this story and what what it was not just in characters and not just in story but in what the games were as like a i guess just sort of what they did like how they played like social stealth complex parkour you know hoods hidden blades assassins templars like all of that stuff made what made up what assassins creed is and it might seem like such minor things to people they're like who cares if you're wearing a hood who cares if you're flying templars or whatever but to us it's a really they're all such important and iconic things to us that like yeah. being able to experience that again feels special and it's and yeah. we appreciate a lot yeah yeah 100 percent, man 100 percent. that's it's it's yeah it's a special thing and i'm i'm excited to play this london arc and i'm excited to mm-hmm. you know continue this and but i i i honestly am treating this like it's my last assassin's creed game it this yeah because who fucking you know what i mean like um quebec might make the next one you just don't know man like you know what i mean like you don't know Mm -hmm. that might be the case and i'm not playing that game i will not play that game no no me neither get out of here um so i'm not i'm done with that stuff man like this Mm -hmm. is this is my last game in so many ways and if if darby and and that team make another game 
I'll play that. Yeah. And and I'm sure they'll do amazing things. But mm-hmm. for what we've had, for everything this franchise has been, everything that's come before that we care about, that mattered, that made sense, this feels like the end. Yeah. And I really appreciate it. I appreciate it. I do too. It, I didn't I think I get it. Um and it's not going to be like a revelation. Nothing will beat that because what that was is a cap off to amazing things. This to me is a yeah. cap off of like the things we loved that were almost lost. It's like a bittersweet thing more than it's like an iconic thing. Yeah, exactly. And I think, yeah, it's going to, it just means a lot to us because we've been through fucking like everything with these games. And so it's nice to be able to revisit everything we loved and also be able to turn something that was pretty fucking bad into something that's like actually kind of good like it takes stuff that worked in in origins and you know storylines that we've had before and it, it makes it feel somewhat coherent it feels like there was a purpose to it and it's 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 nice to have that and so like playing like having those stakes and playing the modern day and doing the truth um sections i don't know how many of the animus anomalies you've you've done but i've done two uh i've done four i think um yeah. and they're really good as well i really like the dialogues that you get and yeah uh, you know the little packet of information and then like you know the actual puzzles themselves they get really complicated um, yeah and it's and it's been cool. dude, we're playing the truth again i know we haven't played that it's, since the Ezio trilogy. Like, there's things in this. I'm insane. like, this is Ezio trilogy stuff we're dealing mm. with here. Also, there the is a music lot of too. like, like Jesper Kidd dude, is just like fucking dude, done his best work. You're, you're going around East Anglia, and I'm like, what is this fucking like? Am I in like a Borgia Tower zone right now? Like, oh, what's happening? Oh my god, yeah, it's dude, so good. That stealthy like am I, music. Am I infiltrating like Castellus San Angelo? Like, what's happening? Yeah. Right now? Oh, it's brilliant. It's got there's so many Brotherhood vibes in. Um, in in Valhalla and it's brilliant and the modern day music is just brilliant like that's something they haven't done for so long is I have actual modern day music and it's by Jesper Kid like it sounds Dude. so much like like the like spiritual successor of like that Desmond Miles music from Assassin's Creed Brotherhood just like Dude, that that's an oh, amazing like so good piece of music um oh my god man like there is so much of this like like there's so much they're doing with this game it's like okay yeah it's gameplay wise like we're it's the next RPG game it's the RPG trilogy we're in right now mm-hmm. but then there's these little things in terms of the story and also little things in terms of what the game gives you that I'm like this is the first mm-hmm. game and like Black Flag is brilliant it is one of my favourite games of the franchise I never thought there'd be another game like it's the Ezio trilogy and then Black Flag for me mhm I never thought anything could beat Black Flag. Like, Origins, I thought, could, almost did. But then, like, you look back and, like, nah, it's gameplay-wise, you're not even close. You're not replayable. You're you're just a great character. And some Mm -hmm. decent story. But, like, it wasn't... Black Flag is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. But this game maybe won't be as good as Black Flag. I don't know, I haven't finished it. But, again, but... It's doing Ezio Trilogy stuff that no game has done since the Ezio Trilogy. Mm-hmm. The truth elements to it, the way the assassins are done, the music, the vibe, like it's it's honestly it's your trilogy shit. I mean, or original that... Assassin's Creed shit because you you yeah, throw AC one like... into that as well. The original yeah, Altair, like that's, saga. That's one of, that's one of the things I, I love is that the Valhalla is doing things that honestly we haven't seen since AC one stuff that the Ezio trilogy didn't even do. Um, and I think that's something that I noticed. I said this on stream was that. This game hasn't done what some of the other games have done. Like, if you look at Unity or something, 
a lot of what other Assassin's Creed games have done is they've, they've, they've looked at the Ezio trilogy and gone, how can we replicate this? Whereas I think Valhalla has looked at original Assassin's Creed and gone, how can we, re- how can we take what is the foundation, what is pure Assassin's Creed, and do something with that? And there are a lot of things that are f- included from the Ezio trilogy, but they haven't tried to capture the Ezio trilogy in terms of, I guess... Uh, I guess the what 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 the Ezio games did were very specific to Ezio, whereas this game's like taken what is the foundation of Assassin's Creed in the first game, and how can we apply that to something else, a new setting, a new story, new characters, and there are certain things like since Assassin's Creed One, we have never really had an Assassin's Creed game where when you're walking through a city area, you feel like you need to be low profile, and there are you know entire sections of this game like when you're playing in London or when you're playing in um Leicester or whatever you need your hood up you need your cloak on you've got to be walking through these streets you've got to be using social stealth and it's actually incorporated into the game like there are areas of this game that are forcing you into social stealth you can't just be run- unless you want to you can run through and get guards on you and fight everyone if you want but like if you want to play this like an Assassin's Creed game the game is telling you to and I think it's incredible like I didn't know how social stealth would work I wasn't sure if it was there as a gimmick but like it's literally there as like entire sections of the game are built around using social stealth and I think that's amazing. Like, it feels very much like AC1. Like, when you enter a city with a group of monks or when you're sitting down on a bench uh, or, wh- like, wh- whatever it might be, I think it's pretty fucking incredible that social stealth is back in a in a big, proper way in this game. Mm. And it's incredibly satisfying. And it feels... There are a lot of AC1-type sort of elements to this. And it's it's it's... Yeah, it's pretty fucking crazy, especially in that London arc. Fucking wow. Yeah fuck dude valhalla better or worse than you were expecting oh much better than i was expecting and i was expecting it to be pretty good like i was expecting it to be a good time um even if just for story but like yeah it's much better than i expected it to be yeah i think it's it's a little a little better than i expected it to be but i still haven't even played the best parts obviously like, no, you I'm the, yet to play the best. There's it. so many things I love about it. I'm enjoying the combat more than I did in the first 10 hours, this next 10 to 15 hours or whatever I played. Like, I'm sort of mm-hmm. just sort of getting used to it. When I changed the controls around, I enjoyed it a lot more. Changing it to to X, mm-hmm. to square and triangle X and, and Y um, and things like that, to the actual buttons, way... I've enjoyed just playing way better. I just hated mm-hmm. the control scheme, to be honest, so much of it, but... um. There's a lot of choices the game gives you to change the settings to what you want. Not enough, but mm-hmm. a lot. A lot. That I've really... It, I can make it feel a bit more how I want it to feel like an older Assassin's Creed game that's a bit more intuitive as well, mm-hmm. just gameplay-wise. And um, With that, I've been able to enjoy it more. The story's fantastic. Um, thank you, Darby, um, and your whole team. Yeah. <clears throat> and mm-hmm. um, I look forward to playing what you're saying is by far the best bits of the game in these next three arcs I play and, and beyond that. Um, we're not mm-hmm. even, you know, at Wessex and Winchester, yeah. you know, with King Alfred yeah. and wh- how it's going to pay that off. That's going to be interesting. That's going to be interesting. And mm-hmm. then how's the modern day? And like, there's so much to know. And we're a couple weeks away from doing a spoiler cast. Like, I'm excited. And um, mm-hmm. wow, yeah, there's um, a lot to break down and a lot I can't wait to talk to you about um, after we react to it and see how it goes. So you and I are going to go oh, crazy yeah. on this. It's um, going to be so fun to finally do a spoiler cast when we're done with everything and just be able to talk through. There's so much to talk about. Like, there is so there, much there I hasn't. I don't think there's about. been a game since Kingdom Hearts 3 that will have this much to fucking go into. It'll be like a four-hour spoiler cast. Oh, it's going to be so good. And it's good as well for the people listening because they know that we're not going to miss anything. Like We, we we're will sit here for a, as long as it takes to go through everything. 
like there are so many you, there's probably some spoiler casts out there you can listen to people's breakdowns or whatever of the game and they're going to miss so many things and you're going to be frustrated you're be like how did you not notice this thing how did you not notice that we're not going to miss anything we're going to go know, over everything you know us we know they we know, know it all no matter what minor you know detail us. you throw in we're going to fucking know it so this is going to it's going to be the best place for an assassin's creed for hollow spoiler cast yeah we're talking about things other people won't even have noticed so yeah that's what it's all yeah. about um, and if we could get, you know, I don't know, Darby on the podcast to also talk to us about spoilers. And I'm going to say yeah, this publicly on, because, because I want it to happen and maybe, maybe not, definitely have. I'm just, uh, who gives a fuck? Been trying to make it happen. <laughs> so, um, and the reason I'm saying it publicly is because it's been difficult um, and I want it to happen. So let's put public pressure um, on, not Darby, not on him, but on Ubisoft. Um, <laughs> no, not on, not on Darby. Not on Darby. I don't think, I, I think we all know that he's more than happy to talk to us. Um, no, give Darby a foot rub. I mean, or, the or thing is, he's, he might say something to us now because we know he listens to the show. So he might be like, hey guys, why'd you say that publicly? So that <laughs> hey guys, don't but, say know, that. Yeah, don't say that. But you know what, Darby, you're the only one from Ubisoft that listens to us. I'm pretty sure. Maybe not. I don't know. Um... <laughs> Oh, but man. yeah, I need a I need to follow up with that. Actually, I need to write that down on my to do list. Um, mm-hmm. I need to put that down. Um, but yeah, so um, excellent, dude. I think I mean I think that's it. I don't think we need to get into any more detail until we're doing a spoiler cast, man. Let's let's yep. get back into some gaming and and play these things. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is it for this episode of the As Always podcast. Thank you so much for listening or watching on YouTube. Please like mm-hmm. like the podcast if you're on YouTube and give us a five-star review on um, wherever you're listening to us, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, everything like that. It really helps us out. And, of course, if you like what you're listening to here and you want to hear more, head over to patreon.com forward slash as always. And for just $1 a month, you get exclusive access to the best podcast on the internet, the Clubhouse podcast that's on every week this show isn't on, exclusive for just $1 of the 95 episodes you can stream, plus lots of cool exclusives that are over there, early access to big projects James and I do, early access to the Cinema and Podcast when we do spoiler casts. I'm sure we'll do one for Cyberpunk and Melody of Memory and... Um, think mm-hmm. games like that and even maybe Miles Morales and um, and other shows that are going to come out these Marvel shows WandaVision at the end of the year um, maybe The Mandalorian I haven't watched a single episode of fucking season 2 but whatever um, no I mean either I don't, I don't m- want maybe to we'll just, maybe we'll just binge it at the end and we'll just talk can shit we, about it that'll be fun can we just can um, we just not though I mean, we could just not. We could also just not. Um, and when movies actually return to the world again we'll um, do spoiler cast on those um, but yes ladies and gentlemen Head over there, head over there, um, and support us. We really appreciate yeah. it. Um, we've smashed our 2020 goal, and um, there'll be some things we're planning um, to reward you all for uh, the support over there. Uh, so thank you also to our five dollar plus and above tier uh, that'll be on the credits of this show for supporting us. We have King Richard III, Josh Duvillier, Damien Olbrick, Avery Dobbs, Cat ninety four, Real Cinema. Does the name William Miles ring a bell? Jasper Olsen, Flash Paradox. Cassandra, finger me with her thick, strong arm. Ballsack 47, Casey Wood, Pink Fan 313, Lumistrad, Mario 5380, Uga Booga, Chica Booga, Henry, Justin, Aragorn, Adam Sunling, Fuck Off James, Sab 2557, Team Anna Travis, Christa Sophia, I hate that there's no gaps in this, Elida, 
BQ, Overlord, The Elder, Son of a Bitch, Odio Doggo, Ravjai, Gene, Joshua Mora, Brian Ford is now really good at Gwen, Joe the Sexy Boy Smith, S. Jaws, Emil Catborg, Benedict Clubbers, Furious Coco, Noah Watts, Fishy, Ginkgo Swag, Sweet Vintage Lad, Max H, Luca, Winona Ryder, aka Lindsay from Destination Wedding, Joe the Lioness Charming, Arse Eating, Coke Snorting, Cat Killing, Nonce Hating, Founder Scab, aka Tyler's Son, Cassassin, The Creed, Nick Miller, Ah, oh, there we go. Um, eyes itchy. Owen Brain, Owen Big Brain Brain, Walshy, Josh J. Anderson, but when is the Blood and Wine retrospective though? Smexy Dork, Gwen Hughes, Evan Brown, Ra Doc, Fat Fuck Cuck, Tyler Likes It Up the Batty Hole, Victor Elison, <laughs> Pleading Edge 274, Alfie Rodbert, Philip Stillwagon, Jack DJ1998, Gimme a Penis, Marcus AK Blackburn, Kyle, The Swan Swam Over the Sea, Swim Swan Swim, The Swan Swam Back Again, Well Swam Swan, Greenies Weenie, Jess Notter, Liam, Andy Cure, The Blue Cow, AC Landmarks, Harrisy AK About Assassin, Alexander Ashton is not happy that Matt platinumed Odyssey. Conversations is objectively worse than as always. Star Explorer, Rainy Not Sunny, Blake Lloyd, Lee, Lee, Louis De Leon, Lady Litsomania, Jackery, Tristan Obergfell, Angel of Harlem, Big Dick, 666999, Josh the Second, Christian 0210, Edgar is doing bits in Tsushima, aka HTTP dot yokai, Evan the Kitty did get cucked by Ed Sheeran, Morgan McCacker, Bear Zed, Otaku World 7, Tyler Corbin, Christian Rowe, Trejone Markion Young, I, don't, I said that totally wrong, I'm so tired, <laughs> Zeppo, Kieran Hindmarch, the final page, Chunky Malha, Bigger Fucking Virgin, Possessed Jackal, Connor DeRose, Bully in the Alley, and Zeke Collins. Thank you for being such a part of this podcast. I'm making Ooh. the list endless, more and more each month. Shout out to all of you, and... Thank you, everyone, once again for watching, listening to this show. And we will see you all next week for another Clubhouse. And in two weeks' time, mm -hmm. for the spoiler cast, hopefully, of Assassin's Creed Valhalla, the Azores Podcast, episode 137. It might be delayed a couple of days to make sure we've all finished the game and they can do the spoiler cast. But anyway... Yeah, George, specifically. Yeah, obviously, George. Thank you for listening. And we'll see you all next time. Goodbye. Michelle. Bye-bye. Oh